Hey community, this is Dr. Hugh coming at you, and this is episode number 38 of True Health and Healing. And you know, I've been giving a lot of thought about my podcast. Um, I was talking to my wife about my podcast, and there's things that I want to talk about on my podcast that are more personal, I guess, because at the end of the day, we all have things that have happened to our life, inner life, struggles that we deal with. Uh, everyone ha ha has these things, and I, I think the podcast is is a opportunity for me to just um, express deeper things that I have going on or have had going on, and somehow if this can uh, somehow shed light on your life or you can relate some somehow, this is what I, I want to do. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, it's easy for me to study material and apply material and, and get people better. And I, I can talk about mitochondria and ATP and inflammation, all these things. Uh, but there's more to me than, than just that. <laughs> there's, there, there's more to me than, than that. At, at the time of this recording, which is uh, April, uh, it is April, let me check here. It is April 7th, uh, uh, 2002. I'm uh, 48 years old. I'll be turning 49 here in, in November. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of things that I've done, uh, some things I'm proud of and some things I'm not. And I, I just want to uh, just communicate more things than than just something that's more, it can be impactful, but but if I can relate my own personal experience to you, I think, uh, you know, that's how people relate and people can see some understanding of, uh, you know, things that I've been through. So today what I really want to talk about is, um, is I, I always, this might seem weird, but I always considered myself to be, to be dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's be like, I was always, um, I always had this self-impression that I was not very smart, that I was dumb. And this really comes down to uh, when I was in kindergarten, I didn't know my ABCs. And I was diagnosed with dyslexia and I went to special ed and I, I literally could not read graduating high school. <laughs> I just, I just want to just say that again. I could not read very, let me say that, I could not read very uh, well, even after I graduated high school. And I just remember going through school, always thinking that I was dumb and I couldn't learn and I, I was um, no, not, not very smart. This is what I had. I had this conception of me and how I was viewed because I had this label of being like dyslexic. And if you're dyslexic, you're slow. And I remember getting out of class and going to special ed. And I went to special ed and speech therapy. I was supposed through. I was in special ed until I graduated uh, high school, and, and that was tremendous benefit. But it also put a label on me. This is why I'm really, really hesitant to put any label on any human human being about anything, because it really blocks you in. It puts a glass ceiling or a glass box around you where you have a very hard time escaping this self-induced, self-diagnosed society pressure or society box that they put you in. And I found myself in this box where because I was dyslexic, I shouldn't do anything. I'm not going to be very smart. I couldn't write. And to this day, uh, you know, English language is not my strong suit. Like I'm a horrible speller. 
English has never come very easy to me. I, I uh, work very hard at it. I have programs on my computer that checks my spelling and checks my grammar. Grammarly.com, if any of you out there listening and you're like, I need a program that's going to help me check my spelling and check my grammar, it's called Grammarly.com. Uh, it's been a lifesaver. It's uh, like 100 bucks a year, so I use that on my emails, uh, on everything I use. If you're on my website, my blogs, uh, I don't actually do any of that writing. I do the videos, and then I have someone else that's an expert in writing it that can convey the message in the written language. So what I've really come to know is that if you have a weakness and you usually have a strength, always, always focus on your strength. Like I tell my son, uh, and he's at the time of this recording, he's 11 years old. And he's gone to speech therapy. He had a speech problem, a speech impediment. And I know what it's like, man. I know what it's like not to be able to read, not to be able to spell, not to be able to speak clearly. Like, I have full, complete understanding of that. I have complete, full understanding of what it is to struggle in life on many different aspects. And as Time goes on, I'm going to be bringing more personal things about me to you so you can relate, so I can be a beacon of hope, a beacon of prosperity, uh, like a beacon of leadership where you're not alone. You're not alone out there. No matter what kind of problem you have, you're not alone. And, um, you know, so so just getting back to my son and, uh, you know, I, I tell my son, you know what? You don't have to be the smartest dude. Like. I'm not the smartest dude. <laughs> like you might look at my 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 website or hear my podcast and think, God, man, Dr. Hughes really really smart. I got a secret for everybody. I'm just an average dude. I was never uh, God given intelligence. Uh, it was never easy to me. I always had to read things three, four, five, six, seven times. Even to this day, the information that I learn, if I listen to a, le a lecture, I listen to the lecture three or four times over and over and over because that's the only way it's going to get in my brain. That's it. So I tell my son, you know what, Xander? You don't have to be the smartest guy in the class. You know what you got to do, though? You got to work twice as hard as the next guy next to you. Let me just restate that. Xander, you know what? You don't have to be the smartest guy in your class. But you know what you have to do? You have to work twice as hard as the next guy next to you. If you take this principle that I just said and apply this to your life, it doesn't, it, it, no matter what it is, health, if you're struggling with a health problem, marriage problem, job problem, whatever it is. You don't have to be the smartest guy. You just have to work twice as hard as the next guy. Things will come to you. Things that I know, things that I do, I've had to put lots and lots and lots of time into it. So if you're out there and you look at me or you hear me and you see my videos or whatever it is and you think, God, that just comes natural to this guy, to this doctor, I'm the first one to tell you that it doesn't. It doesn't come natural to me. But what God bless me with, or my just innate ability, is I'm really, really, really persistent. I'm really, really willing to put in extra time. I remember when I was a kid, I would open a book and I would start to read, and I couldn't read the words on the book. And back in those days, we actually had paper books, right? 
And I remember I would get so frustrated, I would start crying. And as I would cry, the tear from my eye would fall on the piece of paper. And this would be like newspaper, newspaper, paper, those books, right? And the tear would hit the paper. And that small little tear that was really small would hit, hit the piece of paper. And it would be like a half inch big. Like I remember those days. I remember trying to read and I, I would say to myself, Man, I just want to read. I just want to be able to open this book and read word for word for word for word and not struggle and not be it's so fucking difficult. <laughs> I'm just being real with this podcast, right? I'm just trying to uh, be real. And I thought about these podcasts that I've wanted to do for a while and I just haven't been able to confront uh, putting myself out there putting myself out there and being vulnerable, right? And I just said to my wife this morning, there's some other topics that I, I want to talk about in the future. And I, I talked to her about it. And she's like, well, maybe you should just start with, with this. Is your, your persona that you weren't smart? I'm like, okay, I'm going to start that. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this podcast. I'm going to get on here. I'm going to record it. So I'm recording it now. And I'm being vulnerable and I'm just being like truly real, right? I'm being real. So what happened is as I've, as I went through life, going through high school, I remember in high school, I would, you know, when they call, call on you to read, I was like, please, please, please. I would just, I would get so nervous. Like when, when someone would call, you know, they randomly would call a student to read. I did not want to be that person uh, getting called on because I knew I couldn't read. And then on top of that, the pressure of reading out loud was tremendous. And I remember one time that I got called on, you know, I was ducking my hand, I got called on. And then I, I, I wasn't a very strong reader. And then on top of that, of the pressure of read out loud, I mean, I just felt so inept and so stupid. And this is the thing that I walked around with for, for many, many years. And, uh, you know, I think what this what has occurred for me over my lifetime is because I had this. In order for me just to be uh, parallel, just like to be a C student, like just, just to be a C student, I always had to work twice as hard. And then you have the God-gifted students where they just they just look at something once and they have it, right? Uh, and, and those are great, intelligent people. But if you have that, or if you know someone that has that, but they don't have the work ethic, Right. If they can just look at something and they know it right away, but they don't have to put any uh, sweat and tears in it, the probability of them being successful isn't as great as someone that knows that you have to work twice as hard as the next person to get a result. See, at the end of the day, what really matters is your perseverance. What really matters in life is can you get beat down by the horse? Can you get back up and can you knock the dirt off of your jeans and get back and head into it and do it again and do it again and do it again and do it again? That's what I do have. I do have that to a great ability. There's been some really things, some really significant hurdles that have happened to me in my life. And I've been able to get up, brush the dirt off get back on the horse and hit it again, hit it again, and hit it uh, again. And those are some of the most highest qualities that someone can have in life. I don't believe being super intelligent, uh, God-gifted intelligence, is, 
is a quality, uh, it's a great quality to have, but if you don't have the work ethic, if you don't have the ethics that you're going to work twice as hard as the next person, the most powerful person would be that someone that's God-gifted in the intelligence, that reads something once, once and they get it, and then they work twice as hard as the next guy. Those are the people that are really huge uh, world leaders and shakers. So I went through my whole life uh, just like working hard, harder than the average cat. And then I always had the persona that I wasn't smart enough. And then I, I did some, um, I took some classes. I, I, I did some self-exploration. And this is when I was about 25 years old. Uh, I was taking some self-improvement classes. And I had this cognition that I'm not stupid. I'm actually very, very, very intelligent. I'm very intelligent. I just have to work twice as hard as the next person. And one thing that I also realized is the English language is very difficult. And I had some cognition, some realizations that I didn't know basic English language. I didn't know vowel sounds. I didn't know comma sounds. So I didn't know a lot of the basic rules and regulations around English language. So if you don't know the basic rules around English language and you're in kindergarten and you skip some gradients, like everything that I try and do, it has to be in a gradient. When patients come to me and get on programs, it's a gradient scale. Like I slowly apply little things so that, that they can learn and they can be and, and they can follow me. They can follow my guide. The most difficult thing in life is when you have too steep of a gradient. When you have too, too steep of a gradient... People fall off. People don't follow through. So what I realized, I had this huge cognition that uh, way back when, when I was in kindergarten, first grade, and second grade, the English language, the barrier, the way I was taught wasn't correct. I skipped a bunch of gradients. I had misunderstood words. I had misunderstanding on English language. So what did I do? I went back and I did some more self-discovery. I took a bunch of courses in and, and learning how to learn, like basic stuff, learning how to learn. Go back to the English language, and I learned all these different principles that I didn't know before. I started looking up words. I started clearing words, understanding English language. Sorry about that. You hear my dog in the background. I'm at home here today. So this helped me tremendously and gave me more certainty on the English language. And when I realized that I'm actually a really smart, intelligent person that can learn a lot of information, but it just takes more time for me. It's just, I need to put in twice as much time. When I realize that, that's when my skills, uh, skill set to actually be a, a leader and lead people, lead people has really, really improved. Like, I love to give lectures. If you've seen any of my content on YouTube or wherever, if you're listening to this, I mean, I love to give information. I know, I know with certainty that I'm very, very good at it because I refined the skill. I refined my skill of public speaking. I refined my skill of doing videos on YouTube. Now, where I'm still, uh, where I real, real struggle with is writing written word. And you know what? I hire that stuff out. I make a video and I hire it to this guy that I've been using now for about six months and he's great and he can articulate what's in my videos and and write it out so it's a very clear readable message. So I found people around me that can do really great things. My wife is an amazing writer. Anytime I have anything that's going to go out, I have it. I have uh, I have her proofread. 
So really what I wanted to convey to you in this message is I have vulnerabilities. I always thought that I was stupid. And then I had a cognition and I realized that I'm not stupid. I'm actually a really smart human being. So I hope if you're listening to this, you realize your God-given potentials. And whatever you're strong in, focus on that. I don't care. Every human being, if you're listening to this, uh, all across the world. The thing with this is now this information can be spread all across the world, everywhere. Share this information. If you're listening to this, there's something that you're very, very strong at and you're good at and you want to focus on that and you want to, these other things that you're weak at or you might need more help, you want to like get support and hire people or get advice around those topics that you're not very, it's not really your strong suit. So with that being said, um, This is Dr. Hugh, and remember, is where there's help, there's hope. Bye-bye.